0: This episode is brought to you by Ariat. Ariat Denim is high quality and heavy duty. Whether you're in the saddle or out on the town, it's how you feel in your jeans. Ariat Denim is expertly constructed from the inside out, giving it a lived-in comfort that usually takes years of wear to achieve. Ariat Denim, because fit matters. Station podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one, as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home.
1: My name is Steph Coombs, and I'm going to be reading the story, The Farmer Wants a Son-in-Law, which was written by Barbara Camp from Calyeda Station. Now, Barb does come from Scotland, but I will definitely not be trying to put on that accent during this reading. Barb started off her story with a side note that goes like this. For a bit of context, this blog is a follow-up to a bit of a funny situation I found myself in after writing what I thought was a joke piece a few years ago about diversifying our station into a dating scheme due to the high number of relationships that have started out here. The joke was on me. I was subsequently responsible for a record number of single and ready-to-mingle applicants for the service, and the idea was picked up by a TV crew who apparently did not understand that the article was tongue-in-cheek and was very interested in filming The Great Kalyeda Outback Dating Scheme. At the time, I found this all a bit bizarre, but recently, I've been thinking. I found myself having parallel conversations in a few different settings recently, and wondered just how interlinked these situations are. Conversation one started in the typical cringeworthy setting of an older relative, In this case, my father-in-law and camp family patriarch, Peter Camp, exercising his fatherly duty of giving his late 20s single daughter grief about why she's not yet married slash sprogged up slash in a meaningful relationship. I live on a cattle station in the middle of nowhere, Dad. My chances of meeting men is somewhat limited at present, Camille replied with a roll of her eyes. Bullshit. You go out socializing more than I ever did. What about all those young ringers at the rodeos? And what about all these blokes we have working here? They have an average age of about 22, and they're all interested in partying, fishing, and riding rodeo. I'm looking for someone a bit more adult now. Thanks. This answer got me thinking about another conversation I'd recently had with my husband the day before. In the interest of full disclosure, we did in fact meet on the station – this was when we were 20 and were indeed probably only interested in partying, chasing cows and rodeo. Now we are well out past the other side of 30 and still in the cattle industry, we have found that managing a few rogue spade cows in the yard has no mental stress compared to the dramas of managing staff. I've got people who can ride but have no mechanical experience, James commented as he sifted through piles of resumes. And I've got a few promising looking kids straight out of school. There's a couple of people who can handle machines but have zero clue how to work stock. I just don't have anyone who can do it all. I need a head stockman. We try to staff Calida as a holistic team. There are people who are good at some things but may have never had any experience at other essential station jobs. But that's okay because there's usually someone else on the team who is strong in a different area. For example, every year we get countless resumes from people who are excellent on a horse But don't have a clue how to change a tyre, let alone fix one. But then we might also have someone who has zero interest in equestrian pursuits, but is fascinated by the turn of a tractor wheel. We also get bush recruitment agencies sending up young ringers straight out of school with no experience. These sorts are often worth their weight in gold by the end of the season. However, it takes time to train them, and without experienced staff around for them to learn off, it can be a slow process. This leads us to the position of head stockman. This is an elusive and difficult role to fill. We're looking for someone who's worked a couple of station jobs before. They understand the nuances and challenges of working on the land and have a broad skill base to fall back on out in these remote areas where there is no backup for mules around. Someone who can change a gas bottle, use a welder, fix a fence and drive a truck. Someone you could send out to do a killer or muster a holding paddock into the yards. A real jack of all trades, who a manager can delegate a broader plan to and then trust them to be able to carry out the necessary tasks with a dash of initiative and common sense. Someone good with animals and people. Hands that are strong yet soft. A broad back and kind eyes. Wait, am I looking for a potential brother-in-law or head stockman here? This is when I realise that I've had the same conversation so many times in recent years, both in terms of love and staffing a station. It seems to be a common bush issue. Where are all the head stockmen at? They seem to vanish to some mysterious places' ringers when their mullets reach a certain length of rattiness and the sleeves of their shirts can be ripped off no shorter, only to reappear a few years later magically transformed into chopper pilots, managers and sales reps, when they've swapped their six-packs for a keg and nights drinking rum by the campfire for evenings in with the wife. Where do they go in the intervening years, though? I know it's not just Calyda that's had this problem. I've had the same conversation across the country, from Angus breeders on the freezing farm of New South Wales to Wagyu workers on the plains of the Pilbara. It's an Australia-wide drought affecting farmers' daughters and managers' both. It seems there's a real gap in both the recruitment and romantic market for a bloke, in his mid to late 20s onwards, with established work and life skills looking to step up on the career path slash settle down on the romantic front. And yes, I'm being sexist here for two reasons. One, we will receive five resumes from women for every one we receive from a bloke. And two, I'm writing this with a load of very attractive single straight women in mind. Now, since I wrote my original blog about the Outback dating service, I know for a fact that the stars still sparkle in magic, love dust over aspiring couples out here on the edge of the desert. The gentle symphony of Donga doors creaking quietly out in the open in the wee small hours of the night still testify to that. But now I'm looking to shake up the format of this regime. I want to solve the dating dilemmas and staffing situation all in one fell swoop. Next year, instead of hiring a stock team, I'm going to hire a film crew and this is going to hit married at first sight out of the water. I'm putting out the recruitment call. Contestants for The Farmer Wants a Son-in-Law 2020, please step forward. I have a group of ladies of the land, real, unfiltered and actually useful agricultural girls who work for a living under the hot outback sun and still look damn fabulous even if they are covered in a layer of grime rather than a trowel of makeup. They are all intelligent and driven and looking to meet a bloke who has moved on and grown up from the reckless ringer who just wants to chase radio and drink emu export on his days off. Incidentally, we are looking for the same in a head stockman and have a long, hard season ahead of us. I propose to recruit an entire crew of head stockmen on a trial basis. They will be put through their paces with shoeing, mustering, branding, and fencing. They'll have to prove that they can work a mob of cattle and a bunch of jackaroos. Don't apply unless your five-year plan goes beyond sink a carton of piss and catch a meadery barra next weekend. They must be able to not only follow orders but use initiative. They must be skilled in all general station tasks and be able to work well alone and in a team. Non-smoker and social drinker for preference. All the while, as they carry out work around the station, they will be judged and challenged by the ladies. They won't be handing out roses, but giving out horseshoes. Dates out here will be spent just with the two of you checking fences in the busted old Toyota. Trust me, if that doesn't bring a head to any relationship issues, then nothing will. We've got colts to break in, fences to put up and bores to sink. And see that truck? It's not going to drive itself to town to pick up gear who has their license? We need blokes with real practical skills and experience who are willing to come out to the Kimberley heat and battle it out to prove themselves as a cut above your average ringer. And overlooking the whole procedure, like the usher of the outback, will be the big boss Peter Camp. That's right, the farmer himself. He's looking to find himself not only a decent head stockman he would trust to drive his beloved grader, but someone worthy of the hand of one of his girls the girls will be able to say to the forlorn cowboy, you're dumped after witnessing an episode of pretty poor rough riding and non-low stress cattle handling in the wiener camp. But after said cowboy has failed to tighten the wheel nuts back on a newly replaced tyre and driven mi- merrily away on a bore run, Peter will be the one who says, you're fired. I think it's going to make TV gold. As every single girl and modern manager looking for good staff are known to cry out, Where did all the good men go? If you're out there, then please apply to feature in next year's Smash TV here. The farmer wants a son-in-law. Who knows? In solving our recruitment issues, you might just also get lucky in love.
0: Charles Darwin University's Agricultural and Rural Operations Team focuses on North Australian production and business systems, offering current real-world knowledge and experience by delivering both full qualifications and industry-required short courses. Courses at the rural campus are designed to develop the skills required for work on a North Australian beef cattle property or in the top-end agricultural industry, while providing a sound knowledge base in the pastoral and or agricultural industries. They have dedicated staff who specialise in workplace training and assessment and recognition of prior learning. They will come to you and they service some of the most remote areas in the Northern Territory. Find out more at cdu.edu.au.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or leave us a review. It really helps other people find our podcast. You can find our website at centralstation.net.au where we have over 1,200 stories published from across Northern Australia all of our podcast episodes a tourism directory for visiting an outback cattle station and training and employment resources we're on facebook at central station true stories from outback australian cattle stations and we're on instagram at centralstation.net.au and we're also on twitter at Central Station 6 to discuss this episode with other listeners head on over to our Facebook group, Central Station Podcast.